morning, folks. How are you doing today? Welcome to another episode of Jim Hinckley's American. Say hello to a new friend on Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. Great road trip music from the Road Crew. Roadcrew66.com We need to give a shout out to some of our other sponsors as well. Uh, Grand Canyon Caverns. The uh, Promote Route 66 Initiative. And My Marketing Designs. The uh, creator of the uh, Jim Hinckley's America Truck Along Route 66 video series that uh, you can find on uh, PromoteKingman.com Kind of neat. Hey, today we got a really special stop. We're going to take in a place that has a very dark history, a place that's very scenic, and because of uh, ease of access from I-40, this little Route 66 location is uh, really, really easy to find and get to without a lot of effort, but yet it gives the illusion that you're really doing some uh, exploring. And if you do this during the warm months, And um, we've got uh, watch always for snakes. Always, always be careful. It's uh, a lot of rocks out here, and you just want to be careful. Watch where you put your feet, your hands, things of that nature. Two Guns is probably one of the most uh, iconic Route 66 attractions in Arizona, and has a ref reputation carefully crafted to make it a stop for tourists. Even uh, before Route 66, back in the uh, days of the National Old Trails Road. It's beautiful here at uh, Canyon Diablo. Got the uh, bridge built in 1915. The cornerstone of this place is uh, murder, the Apache Death Caves. You stand here on the edge of these canyons. And... It depends on who you talk to, but Flagstaff historian Richard Magnum claims that in the summer of 1878, Navajo pursuers killed a band of marauding Apache warriors at these caves. The earliest endeavors to create an attraction were capitalized on the stunning scenery and colorful history. Uh, Ed Randolph, he established a business near present-day Two Guns in 1915. Shortly after completion of the concrete bridge, uh, 1915 on the National Trails Highway, uh, Earl Cundruff came along in 1924. He bought Randolph's homestead and his claim for $1,000. He built the Canyon Lodge and a store and provided tourists with supplies as well as campground and cottages even. Establishment of post office with Cundrum as postmaster occurred shortly afterwards. But you can almost sense the past here. You never want to forget those who came before. It's a haunting place. 
1925, Harry Indian Miller, as a colorful local character, claimed to be half Apache. He set up a small shop at the location after leasing a portion of the property to Cundriff, called himself Chief Crazy Thunder, and called his facility Two Guns. And by 1926, he expanded into a created a stone complex with a Pueblo style, had a zoo, array of animals, a small cafe, and a curio shop. And then he started adding fake ruins down in the Apache uh, death caves, and building the story and the legend. Reasons really aren't known, but uh, Cundriff and Miller started contesting property boundaries and had a bit of a tiff and a fuss. March 3rd, 1926, they took a violent turn when Miller, he shot and killed Cundriff in the trading post. Still stand at that scene today. Think about the history that came and went here. The resulting trial became a national sensation with the acquittal of Miller, in spite of the fact that Cundriff was unarmed at the time of the shooting. Miller's freedom, however, was short-lived. He was arrested shortly after the trial for defacing the grave of Cundriff after a fit of anger led him to erase the epitaph killed by Indian Miller. The initial publicity generated by the trial and arrest of Miller fueled the growth in tourism at Two Guns. But by the late 1930s, businesses had plummeted precipitously. And, well, Miller sold the property, and he established a trading post complex signed as the Cave of the Seven Devils. Now, that's over at uh, Chief Yellow Horse Trading Post, just across the New Mexico state line uh, from Lupton, Arizona. Kind of an interesting historic footnote. Some of the ruins that he built there, a movie company came in and even expanded on those in the early 1950s. It was a movie called Ace in the Hole, starring Kirk Douglas. A really, really dark, morbid tale. It's kind of interesting because it was all filmed at uh, the Trading Post and along Route 66 in New Mexico. You get a chance to check that out. Well, the realignment of the highway, of course, changed a few things, and... Uh, well, Remy Jim Giddings, he was kind of a colorful character. And he opened a trading post uh, right across from where Indian Harry Miller's place was. That's before the realignment. And then uh, you can, the ruins are still pretty noticeable because he built kind of a round tower. And surprisingly, even uh, Remy Jim's getting a two-seater outhouse, all built out of stone, is still here. Remy Jim liked to play, play games on tourists and tease people. He had a cemetery that he claimed was salesmen who had pestered him. And then uh, he would stash speakers in the outhouse and scare people. It's all here, the history. You can hear it in the wind. The breeze that whistles through the canyon. The realignment of the highway, everything, the old stuff pretty much petered out, was left to fall into decay and ruin. And a new service station and complex opened in the 1960s, but it never regained its prominence as a roadside attraction. A fire in 1971 destroyed a lot of the structures. And dominating things today are uh, basically ruins, the scenic canyon, and of course the 1915 bridge. All great photo ops. Patchy death caves are still there, but... Uh, I sure don't recommend any exploration. The uh, staircases and ladders that were built to provide access are uh, looking a little bit rough around the edges. 
Ironically, few tourists who stop to see the Indian ruins, Miller's Cave, or the zoo, or the stop to see ruins today, realize just to the north is a real western ghost town with a very, very violent history. And I'd be north of I-40 along the canyon. There's a little railroad construction camp called Canyon Diablo, uh, where they built there, that was bridging the chasm in 1881. Eventually, the camp, uh, even with the completion of the railroad, it became kind of an outpost, a uh, collection of bordellos and saloons, pretty much is all it really was. Cowboys from the infamous Hash Knife outfit and uh, other rough and nefarious characters frequented the place. And it, it developed a well-deserved reputation for lawlessness. And as a result, it's not surprising, there were a lot of gunfights, at least two documented train robberies. And it was here where the staging of an amazing three-week, 600-mile chase of robbery suspects uh, led by Bucky O'Neill. Now, Bucky went on to other things. He was kind of a legendary Western character in his own right, and he died during the assault on San Juan Hill during the Spanish-American War. Now, the KOE, the old uh, campgrounds and everything up by the I-40 exit itself, they're relatively uh, recent additions to the site. If you do visit Two Guns, respect the history. Save something for other folks who might come after you. Uh, just take memories, take photographs, and listen to the wind as it whistles through the canyon. You probably can hear the voices you can hear the sounds of the past on every breeze. Just listen to your heartbeat. If you get a chance and you get to visit the place by yourself and alone, just listen to the wind. Let it carry you back in time. Folks, thank you once again for joining me today, and we'll see you next time. Another episode of Jim Hinckley's America. Like, adios, mi amigos. Adios. <laughs>